Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the BJ's podcast. We are Ben, James, and Sean, and together we are the BJ's. Woo! Hey! I suppose. Hey! And uh, no, thank you for tuning into our first episode, our pilot episode, as the man would call it. And uh, just to give you a bit of an introduction about what the podcast is about, uh, it's just three of us getting together on a call and uh, having a few beers and a bit of fun, talking some shit. You know yourselves. So without further ado, we get the boys to introduce themselves. And we'll start with you, Ben. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, I am 23 years old. I am a certified bedroom guitar player. Uh, I am living in Cork at the minute. I also work in the Rising Suns Brewery. Well, not really, like right now, because, you know, we're all in lockdown. But when we're not in lockdown, I work in the Rising Suns. Great craft beer, great bunch of lads. Sound heads. Um, is that an ad, Ben, is it? Uh, it's not really. I, I tried to, I tried not to. I tried not to, <laughs> but it sort, of tur- it sort of turned into one. Do you think, do you think they'll send me a few cans of Beamish? Do, do we sell I don't Beamish? Think, I don't think Rising Suns is going to send you Beamish. Nah, sure, like it's worth asking anyway. No, we're not. Anything else you want to tell us, Ben? I suppose I could tell I could tell you a good way to get to know people. It's uh, two truths and a lie. Oh. Okay. Well. So, I'll give you two truths and I'll give you one lie, and then you have to guess which one is the lie. Okay. So, my name is Ben. I am twenty-three. Okay, that's that's the, that's the truth anyway. Yeah. That's the truth. Well. Ah. I didn't think this through, did I? <laughs> no. Well, I could have lied about one of them. It's too late now. You can't go back. <laughs> no. Go on. What's your lie? What are you lying about? I once could have met Leah Michelle from Glee if I traded her my Metallica T-shirt. Who's she again? She's the the one of like the main uh the one of like the the like the main singers. Do you know it was like her and like the guy who died that were like. The two big. Oh yeah, she was the main girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have met her if yeah, I had yeah. a traded her my Metallica T-shirt. There is still some work to be done here to figure out which one is which one is true and which one is a lie. I say your name definitely isn't Ben. Yeah. Because your name is Benjamin, not Ben. That is true. That is true. Yeah. So we we're right, yeah. But there is a lie in there somewhere. Oh, I just can't figure it out. No. No, I just can't figure it out. Like, if it's every day that someone gets the opportunity to swap a Metallica t-shirt to see some one off of fucking Glee, like, you know, so I'm assuming that's definitely true. I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think that through at all. I shouldn't have said my, said those things before I no, gave two truths in the lie. Okay. I c- yeah, you really fucked up, didn't I you? I didn't. <coughs> Are you a fan of Glee, Ben? No. Do you like Glee? No, actually. Definitely do. Well, it's a good show, like. It's a good show. Are you... D- are you it's on Netflix now, isn't it? I think so. Uh, okay. How will you know that? I, well, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Definitely not. Cash. Definitely not. <laughs> okay, well, the, the, Cash. the lie is that not if I traded her my Metallica t-shirt, it was the guy at the barrier at her, at her photo shoot that liked my Metallica t-shirt. It was like, if you give me your Metallica t-shirt, I will get you up there for a photo. And I was like, 
it was a tour t-shirt and I was like, nope. I'm not giving you this. Also, I was 16 and very pudgy, so I was like, I don't want to get a photo of the side of Michelle with my shirt off. Does that mean you were at a Glee concert? <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. You were at a Glee concert in a Metallica t-shirt. What sort of event was it, Ben? I was uh, in New York, uh, and it was on Times Square, and she was getting a photo by like the red steps in Times Square, and your man was at the barrier. Why uh, was there a security barrier if it wasn't like any event? Because she was getting her, she was getting That's photos done. Ben running up at her. <laughs> I don't know. She was, ben. She was, oh Jesus Christ! It was a, that must have been a fucking tragic, Ben. Anywho, that's, that's enough tragic, for me. Ben. <laughs> yeah, let's hear something about you, there, James. Yeah, so uh, my name is James. I'm 24, and I'm from Kilkenny in Ireland. And um, for a job pre-COVID, anyway, I was a session musician touring and traveling the world. But as of now, I am currently residing at home, stuck at home, bored shitless, <laughs> so to speak. But um, yeah, I guess um, uh, I'll take a tag along with the whole two truths and a lie thing as well. So um, I've never broken a bone. I have a fear of boats and sailing, like I fucking hate being on the water. And I've also played in Johnny Depp's bar in L.A., Ooh. That they're good. They're good. Oh my god. Oh, you're making us think now. That's very <laughs> clever. You have broken mm. a bone. You've definitely broken a bone. Am I supposed to say it? Or? Well, yeah, like you yeah. know, no, you can let us know. Never, like, I suppose. Bec never had to go to hospital for anything never. serious. Never. Yeah. The worst I've done is I've you, oh Jesus, okay. Like above sprain stuff, but no, never broken. You didn't a bone. play in Johnny Depp's bar. But you played in the red room. I played in the Viper Room, which used to be owned by Johnny Depp. So it's yeah. So you're lying about having a massive fear of boats. Yeah, I actually love boats. That's weird. But okay. I really love boats. So there's no boats in Kilkenny, is there? <laughs> ah, sure. I'm like five minutes away from the river. So. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. That's good. That's fair enough. I yeah. guess I don't know my geography that well, so. <laughs> Tell us about the Viper Room. Viper Room. Yeah, tell us about the Viper Room. How was that like? Yeah. It is a very small, dingy bar on Sunset Boulevard in LA. And it was one of the coolest places I've been to. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, it was it was previously owned by Johnny Depp. I believe now it's under different management. But um, it's also the same place where River Phoenix overdosed and died outside of. So it's got, like, a history with a lot of um, celebrities. It's kind of, like... Um, not too sure what the phrase you put in it, but it's gonna just—it's got like a dark history behind the behind the place. But um, there's always bands mm. playing in there, and I was lucky enough to play there back in September of 2019. That sounds class. We should get Johnny Depp on the podcast, ask him about his time managing the Viper Room. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He he was there. He gave me his number, so um, I'll give him a yeah, text. I definitely have to get onto him. But um, yeah. Anyway, Sean, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Oh, I'm Sean anyway. I'm 24, and uh, I'm from I'm from uh, County Kerry, Tralee. And uh, I used to be a musician too. I used to travel around Europe playing gigs and things like that. Uh, but not anymore, as you can tell, because you know circumstances beyond my control. And um, yeah, no, I'm living in uh, Denmark 
in a place up north called Aalborg, quite a nice city, very nice, very nice indeed. And um, to tell you two truths and a lie, I lived in Cork City for four years on and off. Um, I once played in front of Ed Sheeran and I once dropped my guitar while playing in front of roughly 1,000 to 1,500 people. Was the guitar all right? <laughs> Can't remember. I don't know if it's true or a lie. Well, you see, I saw on your Facebook recently you shared that um, with your band, The Shambles, that you were playing the Brewer and that Ed Sheeran was in there. But it was just a fucking lookalike. So I think you didn't play in front of Ed Sheeran. You just played in front of a guy, a ginger guy with glasses who looked like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> he did look a lot like Ed Sheeran. The head off me. He was literally the head off of Ed Sheeran. Like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It's like, do you ever see that guy um, who looks like Robbie Williams? He was around Cork. For oh, yeah. 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 And like, he's always, he was always above and serious. Yeah, he's above and serious. And he was always singing, um, what's that famous Robbie Williams song? Angels. Oh, Angels. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it's the re- it, it's him. It's, it's Robbie Williams. Like, he's here in Suez. And you're always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Robbie yeah, Williams. Sure. I say Robbie Williams has better things to be doing with his time than, I don't know. <laughs> then sing that in open mic. down and into the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know, like. Ah, he could have been on his holidays. Yeah. yeah, stranger things have happened inside Cork City, yeah, like. Definitely. Have you seen that guy that looks like Josh Hammy that goes around Cork City? I haven't, actually, but you keep telling me about him. There is a guy that looks like the current area, the current era of Queens of Stone Age. Like, that he's the absolute bop off Josh Hammy, and he walks around... He actually busks on Paul Street as well sometimes. Is he like super tall as well? Yeah, kinda. Like, because Josh Homme is like six foot five or six foot six. No, he'd be like six one, like six one maybe. Ah, still. But enough. he looks very, very similar. That's fair enough. Be good for a tribute band. There was a lad I used to see busking around uh, Cork City, and he used to just sit. He'd sit on the ground. And like he'd sing like a lot of pure classic emo tunes like <laughs> Fall Out Boy and things like that. And I used to like I used to walk past him and I was like, Jesus, he can fucking sing. It's just a shame he looks so fucking miserable sitting there like <laughs> And uh, I thought he I thought he was great. I never went up and asked him who he was, but um Yeah. No, he was class, like always unreal. Was he on Paul Street the whole time as well? Like No, he was outside um oh do you know the, the busking spot outside GPO? Yeah, That's yeah. just like across the way from the Vodafone shop. I saw him there once or twice. I think I saw him up by Bank of Ireland. Yeah. Uh, that. That's where I spent a lot of my busking days as well. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Sure, we, yeah. We've all done a bit of that in our time. Ah, uh, yeah, we have. Mm. It's good crack, you know. Like that's it. James and I spend a good few times busking there. But yeah, no, um, speaking of busking, though, like, do you guys have any kind of, like strange stories of anything that happened to you over the years because i mean like for me personally like it's been like it was a bit wacky for a while like i have a good story i was playing in uh this group who will remain nameless you know just for the sake just in case they don't want to be associated with this and uh we were playing outside the gpo spot one evening and this lad comes up and hands it was no it was outside paul street shopping center and your man comes up and drops like a fucking Jesus, you could smell it before it landed in the bag anyway. <laughs> oh. It stank. Oh. And one of the boys put it in his pocket and we walked into Tesco and Jesus Christ, it stunk, lads. My God, I never smelled anything so strong in my life. But uh, 
No. Not for me, no. I think one of the boys took it away with him. But uh, that's probably one of the more bizarre stories. Yeah. And there was a young lad as well one night, uh, one evening, and he came up and he literally threw a 50-euro note inside the guitar case and just walked away. Oh. I'm pretty sure he didn't mean to put down a 50-euro note. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he didn't because he, he seemed very young. But, yeah... I don't think I don't think he ever got that back. I think that went Maybe into our he was pockets. Rich, you know? He was gone before we realized he was there. You never know. He could have been one of those wonder kids that like bought his parents bought shares on Facebook when Facebook started, yeah. and now he just walks around handing people fifty euro notes <laughs> for fun. Um, for me though, uh, my most random story with with Buskin was I was doing it like a Thursday evening in Cork, just off one of the side streets on Oliver Plunkett Street, and um, I was just doing it by myself. Ben was supposed to be there with me, but he was late as per usual. So I started off what? by myself in town, and um, next thing there was this, this guy who just comes up, and he just throws twenty quid quid into the case, and I was like, I was like, I was like, you sure? Like, kind of wanted to finish the song. I was like, sure. He's like, oh yeah, keep going. And next thing I started the next song, and then he threw another twenty quid in, and I was like, right, either I'm about to get mugged, or this is I just got super lucky or something. So I was kind of there, like he's propositioning you. Yeah, like this, this, he was still he was still just there, and. Um, then next thing another 20 euro went in and i was like i was like right, what the fuck's happening here so um i started chatting to him anyway and I, it turns out he was a musician as well but he works with um he was a pilot with ryanair so like of course if he's a pilot i mean like they they have a well-paid job at least or, or so i'm led to believe but um yeah we got chatting and stuff and then yeah um, and it turns out he's a musician as well so um I end up going for points to them <laughs> across the oh, road in, um, in oh what's the name of that bar there um, on Oliver Plunkett Street the really small one no 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 um, no Sean you used to play in it the Baron oh on Baron yeah on Baron yeah went there had went there for a couple oh, of yeah, lovely spot. spot and um, yeah it was it was so okay. strange but I mean it was like as most I made in, in like the space of like half an hour, it was great. Mm. Oh, but you, Ben? It's pretty tasty. Do you have any I'm any stories? I'm trying to think. I actually don't think anything really crazy that I can remember happening when we're busking. Uh, oh no, there was. Do you you probably remember James? There was a guy. Um. Uh. I can't. I. I can't remember if he's. Like if he's homeless or like what his story is, but uh, you'd see him around Cork pretty regularly. He came up to us one day, um, you, um, James and myself, um, and he he said that he was a musician as well and that he wanted to play, like with us. So he took out. Did he join us? He had a he had a guitar with him, didn't he? No, he had an egg shaker. This guy came out with an egg shaker. And he just stood beside us, shaking his egg, like, horribly out of time. And, like... Are you, sh are you sure that was me with you that time? It was either you or it was um, it was Ryan. It was either... Yeah. It was either, it was that, either that, you it, or Ryan. That does ring a bell, though, but I can't... I'm not sure if it was either I met up with you afterwards. And, um... Yeah, like, fucking... I'm not sure if it was... Honestly, I can't really remember that well. Yeah, he he came up anyway, and he he like he, he was shaking his eggs so badly at a time, but like he seemed like a really nice like guy. <laughs> Genuine. So guy. So we just so we just let him on. 
Um, but it was the hardest thing to listen to as well. It was the hardest thing to play along to. Yeah, especially since you were but playing sure. percussion. Yeah, that's yeah. It, but it was nice, I suppose. Like he enjoyed himself, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, you know what though? The thing about when well, I found with Buskin and Cork is we were just mainly doing it just to um, just to pay for our nights out and just to pay for alcohol and stuff like that. And um, I think that will also bring us nicely into our next topic of um, what is everyone drinking tonight? Uh, Sean, do you want to go first? Oh yeah, I'm drinking um, some lovely Tuberg Classic, uh, bought in Netto there the last day. Oh. Uh, sponsored by my good friends Ben, Ben Thompson and James Brown. <laughs> Fair play to you lads. No, it's, it's a lovely, lovely old can. You're we welcome. Have to you talk know. about that. Lovely old can. Fair play to the boys. No, fair play to the boys sponsoring yeah. me for tonight's event. But so uh, how, nah, d- how did you lovely, get them, lovely John? Old can. Nice. Oh, lovely can. I walked down to the shop and I bought them. Uh, what time was it when you... Uh, uh, too early in the morning. <laughs> too early in the morning. Was it around like 7 or 8 in the morning? <laughs> Just a bit after 7, yeah. Just a small bit, for sure. Look, we w- we won't we won't say anything bad about it. Yeah. For sure, Ben, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking beer Moretti. And where did you get that? I uh, <laughs> I actually uh, I decided that I was going to be really lazy and not go do my shopping in the Aldi that's literally right beside my house, like literally right beside my house, and I got my shopping uh, delivered to my house um, from Tesco in town. Yeah, I got uh, a whole 12 pack of beer Moretti delivered to my house by a lovely man. It was very nice. Um, despite the fact that I could have gone to the Aldi next door to to buy the exact same thing. You just didn't want to carry it, did you? Uh, to be honest, someone just told me about the delivery app that you could order f- your shopping from, and I really wanted to try it. So... I ordered it, but I was I was very upset that they didn't deliver my cheese. I oh, wanted yeah. grated cheddar and mozzarella, and I just got grated cheddar, and I was very disappointed. That's not great, is it? I bet that really cheesed you off. It did, yeah. It did. There's some cheesy puns right there, wasn't there? Oh, some top top notch puns. James, what are what are you <laughs> drinking this evening? So I've gone against the grain, so to speak, and I have chosen a French uh, red Merlot, and it is called, and I'm sorry for any French natives who are about to listen to me pronounce this, I think it's called Chevalier de Fauvert. Chevalier de Fauvert? Voulez-vous vous saying ce soir? Oui. Voulez-vous? Je m'appelle Sean, vous comme tu appelles? I actually don't think you did yeah. that bad of a job. I, 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 I think I did all right. That was quite good. Thank you. Yeah, you uh, I appreciate the kind words. Yeah, and well. it's a lovely, nice red wine that I bought from my local little for the whole price of seven eighty-five. Jesus Christ, that must have broke your bank. Were you within your 5K? I was not because there is no shops around me because I live in Villanor. But I had to make a journey to a supermarket mm-hmm. to get more stuff. Oh, well that's fair, so. Calling the Gardaí on you tomorrow, lad. Go on, so. Do it. Hello. Hello, Bangarda. Hello, <laughs> James Brown. He's outside. He's five kilometres on there the last day to get bottles of wine. 
He bought two bottles of wine. He drank the second one on the way home. While he was driving. Dirty boy. Is this the Brown household? <laughs> it is, yeah. It's James Brown home. Right. He is, yeah. We like the to household have a few of words. Mr. Brown. A few words with Jim Brown. <laughs> it's the track, 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 track of the week. Alright, so now we're going into our next segment called Track of the Week. Each of us have picked our own track and we're going to discuss a bit, a bit about it and added it to our uh, Spotify playlist for your listening pleasure. Ben, what is your Track of the Week? My Track of the Week is uh, Royal Blood's new, uh, new uh, track, or new, would you call it an album? No, they released two tracks. Two tracks, but their album's coming out in April. It was the two, the two tracks they released anyway, or... Uh, my favorite one off the two that they released so far is Troubles Coming. Uh, they said before they released it that it sounded like, like, that they wanted to release something that sounded like, like if your thoughts are like taking over your brain, and I think like everyone can kind of relate to that in lockdown. No, I get where you come from because like um, when I heard that song first, I was just mesmerized by that whole like the dancey sort of groove to it. And especially even with the, oh, yeah. their, their other new cho- song that they released, uh, Typhoons, like it can just—I'm literally can't wait to see them again at a festival or something. And I just know that, like, as soon as those songs come on, I'm just gonna be there bopping along. Like, do you know what? I, they got a lot of like, f- they got a lot of flack for the the second album that they released. People said that it wasn't as good, but I think that they've just gotten better and better. To be honest, yeah. I'm absolutely digging the new stuff. I agree, because I mean, like. For for the band like them, I mean they're a two piece band, and a lot of people think that I, I especially me in particular when they first came out, it was kind of like, oh for their second album, like for the sophomore album, it's always a bit weird for bands, and it's like are they going to stick to the same formula that they that made them so successful, or are they going to try to branch out a bit, and they sort of evolved their sound a bit, and now it seems like with this third album that they're evolving like in a new direction again. And kind of going for that kind of like, as I said earlier, like that dancey sort of vibe. And I don't know, I dig it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I thought they were, because of the two-piece element, like I thought I heard some extra instruments in there as well on this one. For uh, for Trouble Was Coming, they did a uh, performance on the James Corden show in America. And what they've added now is they've have, they have usually have two backing vocalists, two female backing vocalists, um, just to help with the choruses and stuff. And one of them, plays like uh, keys on it but it's it's literally just like it's one note it's like a di, 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 di sort of vibe but like I, I know it's it adds to it though i agree i totally agree totally agree yeah it's very good song the groove like that chorus like the it's just so it's just so funky yeah it oh, is. i love it <laughs> it's so heavy and it's so funky at the same yeah. time it's, it's a great mix yeah i was- I saw them live there a few years ago supporting um, Arctic Monkeys in Marty Park, actually. You know, just before they kind of... Or was it during when they'd hit like that no, pinnacle point um, where they actually blew up? That that was that was when they were about to blow up. Because I think, didn't they play first at that festival? And it was like Jake Bogue and Miles Kane came on they afterwards. They did, yeah. Yeah, so it was Jake Bogue. No, it was Royal Blood, uh, Miles, Miles Kane or Miles... Yeah, it's Miles Kane. Miles Kane, Kane yeah. That's his name. Miles Kane and Jake Bogue. And see, the thing is, right, I actually liked Jake Bogue, and I was really looking forward to seeing Jake Bogue, and, like, you know, I saw, I saw Royal Blood, and I was like, wow, that's fucking, that's lit. And I was looking up at the stage, like, we were right up the front at that point. 
and I was looking up and I was like, is he playing a bass or is he playing guitar? <laughs> and I remember turning around to one of the lads and I was like, what's he playing? And this lad off his face, like jaw everywhere, was like, he's playing a bass. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. I just like, okay. And like, you know, my first time at a big festi- outdoor festival thing, I was like, okay, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I kind of kept to myself like, and <laughs> I remember like being mesmerized by the whole thing. And the rest of the day went on and Miles Kane came on like, and he was, class he was on real life so much energy so much like mm. and then jake bug comes on and it's like you know what though you're not the first person to to say that uh, about that concert in particular like they've said that like oh yeah royal blood were like just this just, just ball of energy but then uh yeah. I, like when it comes to miles kendrick everyone's like oh he's all right but then with jake bug he was just like just standing there like he was like he was kind of bored being there playing in front of like however many people were at that festival at that um concert i say he was just stoned off his game you're probably not wrong probably was to be totally honest with you <laughs> i'm probably not wrong i'm usually yeah. right about these things he was definitely off his, he was definitely stoned at least <laughs> and you know each to their own like look oh, he's, yeah. he's a lovely oh, yeah. lad i met him once or twice now he might he might come onto the podcast. Actually, he said he's looking forward <laughs> to listening to it. So, Jake, no no offense, lad. I, I you were just a bit boring that day, and you know we yeah. talked about this before. Like, but uh, uh. don't take any offense to it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anyway, what's what's your track of the week, James? Uh, my track of the week came comes from the Irish band Vernon Jane, and um, the track is called Three Three Three. So um, I've always like known of Vernon Jane. Like I remember I saw them live in uh, an old bar in Dublin called Sweeney's which is no longer around anymore back in 2016 or 2017 and it was just by pure chance um, I was there with my f- I was there with my old like old band so I was there with like it was Ushin my friend who brought us there and just by pure chance Vernon and Jane were playing and uh, we caught them right when they went on and I was just blown away by them and I've been kind of following them ever since but recently they just uploaded a live concert it's only about 30 minutes long onto YouTube of them playing at the Button Factory and it was the first song from that called 333 which is also on their their debut album as well but it was just how crazy the song was because I mean I think they're a five piece band now or maybe six I actually need to double check that because I know they've got like saxophone player and stuff as well but it's just so much energy and just like kind of almost like a punk rock sort of like anger um, anger from it as well but then also there's like a lot of influences from the likes of Queens of the Stone Age and um, even like Wild Blood and stuff as well but yeah yeah no I was really impressed with it like James we were we mentioned it the other day didn't we like uh, we were talking about it a few days ago the 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 singer she has a very like it's a really intense way of singing like he yeah. really puts like so much energy into it yeah that's, that's it, like, you can, like you can hear it in her in her voice as well like and it's 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 more so you just hear the passion in what she's singing it, it's not just like it's not that, that just that she's just singing she's kind of singing like from her soul i guess without sounding too much like a hippie yeah no, but you can really tell when someone's like, you know, like someone's trying to sing like that and when someone's actually yeah. singing like that. Yeah, no, that's that's what I kind of liked it. And um, even though like we'll add that track into the into the playlist, which you can find on our Instagram. But um, I would highly recommend if you look up Vernon Jane live at the Button Factory and watch that live stream on YouTube. I mean, it's only 
30 minutes long but it, the whole the whole show is definitely worth the watch I'm totally going to do that tonight James uh, actually on, on the top on the, on the topic of that actually uh, on the Button Factory gigs uh, you know Thumper yeah you've heard of Thumper I watched oh, it yeah. last night oh it was so good wasn't I, it it came up last night it was fucking lit like yeah. that fucking oh my god <laughs> no just perfect it's like forget about your Fontaines and forget about your murder capital like you know these boys have it like and yeah. they're just fucking how they aren't on the same page as Fontaines and murder capital at this point like it's just beyond me it kind of is yeah like I mean I've act- they're a band that I really want to see live but um, I actually met them in uh, at Electric Picnic and they were two of the nicest guys um, mm. I met the the singer Ushin and I can't remember the other guitarist's name unfortunately but they were just lovely, lovely human beings. And um, yeah, so they've been on my mm. bucket list for a while now to go see, but at least for now I can watch those kind of the, the live videos that they've done. And um, one of my friends actually is their, um, is the sound engineer for them now as well. Like, And uh, he just does a phenomenal job because I mean, how many guys are in the band again? There's like, there's three guitars, bass and two drummers. So there's like six members, but yeah, it is just ridiculous. Like, yeah, like it's, it's crazy yeah. and like, it, but it also makes sense like they're a band called Thumper so they want like I know for me in my head like if you're called they're Thumper they literally thump you like yeah you want to have that just wall of sound but um no yeah. I saw them at um, Music Cork um, like two years ago yeah and uh, I didn't realise this but uh, I, I've known the bass player for a few years as well kind of well I don't know I don't know he's a sound lad anyway Dave uh, he used to play in this other band and I had them below in Tralee a few years oh, ago nice. when I was running shows down there he was in a band called uh, Oak Hollow and uh, I remember seeing him there I'm like oh how are you getting on and sure he was there with the boys and I went up and I was like you know kind of expecting the same thing that he was doing in his old band yeah. Oak Hollow like, and just went up and I was just like standing there like <laughs> mesmerized pointing my hand pointing like, your hand jaw jo- open just being like <laughs> this is jaw open like, it, was like, it was unreal there was so much Oh, yeah. it was just perfect, like, and there were so many bands that, and acts that we saw that week, like, you know, but Tumper definitely stood out, like, they definitely deserve what's coming to them, like, just, I know it's complete tangent, like, you know, but, you know, at the same time, they definitely deserve it. Yeah, no, they do. That's the character. for those of you that are wondering, that, police, uh, that policeman and that uh, ambulance is not for me, I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> They're coming for James because he went a little outside of his 5k. Yeah. It's gonna be awkward. Yeah. It's gonna be awkward now if that. It'll be awkward if that isn't picked up in your microphone, though. <laughs> I'm sure it will be though. Like that was pretty loud. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, it happened. We'll just we'll add we'll add this we'll add the effects in like in post. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, well, sure. Anyway. Look, I'd tell you what my track of the week is. Yeah, let us know what Would your I? track is. Can I? Yes, you can. Can I? You can. Yeah. I think we should move on to our next segment. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let Sean speak. No, no. Well, what? <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Hang on, no, I'm thirsty. Sean, I would love to hear your track of the week. That's quite refreshing. Um, well, I went down the wrong way again. You need to learn to take drinks. Team this evening. I need to learn how to drink. Yeah. Um. No, my track of the week is by a band called Um. Trash Panda, and they're a tune called uh, Atlanta Girls. Do you remember I showed it to you there a few weeks ago? Yeah. Really, yeah. really cool. Chorus dun, 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 dun. It's, it's like... Oh. The lyrics it's are just like, fucking you know, real. It's such a tune, like... 
uh, I remember hearing it. It was like New Year's Eve, not this year, but I don't know where to call it. New Year's Eve 2019. Just before that, and I was in um, a small town in Germany called Garmisch for playing a few gigs. And um, at New Year's, one of the boys inside the pub was like, have you heard Trash Panda and their song Atlantic Girls? And I was like, no, and he stuck it on. And like I was just like, that's a tune. <laughs> that's a tune. And hang on, but hang on, lads, hang on, right? I was there, right? And I was just like, that's a tune. You know what, though? It was just, yeah, it's a tune. It's always good when you have friends like that who are just like, they'll just show you a song and just straight away you're just like holy fuck that is just a banger like no it was it was it's i i still play it to this day like it was my most listened to song on spotify (laughs) my spotify wrap-up thing and i'm not surprised either like it's yeah i i attempted to cover it one night as well and it was awful but like (laughs) how did that cover go there's only so many songs you can do just I, I played it alright but it was just I don't know it's a bit awkward trying to find that fucking that groove like by yourself with an acoustic uh, yeah. guitar like yeah you kind of you kind of need to have it like like a three piece band at least or something I guess yeah because they are only a, they are only a three piece band apparently oh no way really <coughs> yeah it doesn't sound like it does it no it doesn't yeah, that's no it sounds very full yeah that's what I've seen from the live videos anyway that I've looked up and your man's voice is incredible. They're, like, their other stuff is, like, literally... It's way better, even. It's not even way better. It's just, like... Do you know, Atlantic Girl was, like, that one hit that they had, like, you know, right, let's break into the mainstream with yeah. this. And I don't really know if they've done anything else since, to be honest. I haven't really looked into it, but, like... Still, <laughs> class band, class song. Definitely <laughs> worth checking out. Yeah. And anyway, those are our three tracks of the week. Um, make sure to follow us on uh, Instagram so you can find the link to in our bio to our Spotify and you can keep up to date with our tracks of the week playlist, uh, which we'll be updating every week with some of our favorite tracks at the moment, some tracks that would feature on this podcast, and maybe, who knows, some acts that might get to feature on this podcast. Ooh, big things to come. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Anyway, we want to say a big thanks uh, to those of you that tuned into the first episode of uh, the BJ's podcast. We've got plenty more stuff coming for you, depending on how much you like this first episode. But we probably, we've got a second and third episode planned, so we're going to go ahead and do that. For those of you that um, have any feedback or any constructive criticism or any, like, heartbreaking criticism, uh, fire it on. Uh, The more the welcome, as the man says. But uh, we've really enjoyed this, lads, haven't we? Yeah, this has been great. Yeah, absolutely. That's good fun. Uh, We've been talking about this for a while. We haven't attempted... To do the pilot episode six times. It's only been three. Big shout out to our sponsors uh, from Rising Suns, um, Kim K, Kardashian, and uh, Classic Tuberg. <laughs> Tuberg Classic. And uh, yeah, you can tell I've had a few. And um, anyway, we'll be back next week, every Monday for the foreseeable future. So from myself and Ben, James, and Sean from the BJs to you, peace, love, and matrimony. Stay classy. Bye. Bye. Good night. God bless. <laughs> I can't even speak. Ben, fucking put that down. Put down ben, the guitar. For, for fuck's sake. sake.